brina katani aladabaha engebo jakele de brina katoko suya namaha engebo loko tokile ne mazokolo de brina katongla de boho engebo zakala de brina katonga legabato bebere kitanengle ne mozotola de brina katoli la baba engebo jakele de brina katongo sabario nokoto mekila namanga galide boroko toseke lidibe engebo jakia thank you blessed father in the name of jesus heavenly father we come before your word humbly tonight we come before your word respectfully tonight we come before your word with joy tonight ready to fellowship in the light that is in your world and we decree that your people tonight are built up by the world revelation knowledge is gifted everyone connected to this service whatever is not planted by god is rooted out bodies and yokes are destroyed your people equipped built up edified jesus glorified Thank you that by the end of this service tonight, we'll all be the better for it. We give you praise, glory, and honor for answer prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer sees a powerful amen. Lift your right hands to heaven, let's release our feet together. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore, today... I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media community. What a joy to have every one of you connected to the service tonight. The Aquaibom State community, we have everybody connected. We're so glad to have all of you welcoming you to the service tonight that are connected by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Aquaibom, Unuyo FM, Heritage FM, Inspiration FM. We're so glad to have all of you connected to the service. Do me a favor, call a friend, a family, and call somebody by your neighborhood. Ask them to tune to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Our social media community, what a joy to have all of you tonight. I'm telling you, we're going to have a blast tonight. I'd like you to do me the favor you've always done. Let's blanket the earth with the fragrance of Jesus' grace. Help me share the video, create a watch party, tag some people. You know, drop the video on as many groups are on your page. Put them on monogram, telegram, and WhatsApp. It's going to be an exciting adventure in the world of His grace. All our Bible study centers around the state and our campuses around the world. What a joy to have everybody connected to the service tonight hey guys get ready we're gonna have a great time as we study the word of his grace grab your pen your notebook your bible and you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the word of god tonight glory amen i tell you friends this is the christmas season for those of you who celebrate christmas well merry christmas it's just a few days maybe one or two days to christmas and those of you that do not celebrate christmas pretend you didn't hear me say merry christmas all the same we're just glad to be alive at this time of the year and god has just been good to us can i hear a powerful amen all right the book of the book of ephesians chapter 5 verse number 18 we're still examining being filled with the spirit Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. 
Now we've been examining a number of things and we said that there are two prophecies that refer to the spirit in the Old Testament. The first prophecy is in Ezekiel chapter 36 from verse 24 to 27 where he says that I will put my spirit within you. I will put my spirit within you. I will create in you a new heart, a new spirit and I will cause you to walk in my statutes. And we say that the spirit within or in the New Testament, what we call the indwelling of the spirit. The indwelling of the spirit. Then brother Joel prophesied in Joel chapter 2 verse 28. He says, and it shall come to pass, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Next verse. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids, in those days will I pour out my spirit. So, we see the spirit upon. I will pour out my spirit upon. So, there is a spirit within and the spirit upon. The spirit upon is ministry. The spirit within is salvation or what we call the regeneration that you receive by being born of God. That means when you have the Holy Spirit, you don't need your pastor's spirit or Elijah's spirit or Elisha's spirit. Because you already have the Holy Spirit himself, the Spirit of God, the Spirit that unites you into oneness with God. The Spirit that makes God and you one, that brings you into that unity with Almighty God. You know, there's always a teaching that creates a need in believers. That kind of teaching of another gospel that creates a need. And you know, any teaching that creates a need in your life is not New Testament. Any teaching that creates a need, any teaching that makes you suddenly, you're not satisfied, you are begging for God to do more for you, it's not New Testament. Because the New Testament doesn't create needs. The New Testament meets needs. The New Testament doesn't create needs. The New Testament meets needs a new testament teaching always tells you your needs are met in christ your needs are met in christ look at the way brother john put it in john chapter 1 verse 16 john chapter 1 verse 16 and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace look at the next verse 17 for the law was given by moses but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And of his fullness have all we received. You see that? Now look at Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. Colossians chapter 2 verse number 9. For in him dwelleth the fullness. The fullness. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Next verse. And you are complete in him which is the head. So the believer is not a needy. The believer is not in need. The believer is complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. The believer is complete in Christ, the head of all principality and power. Can somebody say with me, I am complete in him. Look at the way brother Paul puts it in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians 
chapter 1 verse number 3 blessed the god and father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly in christ in heavenly in christ so if christ hath blessed you then you have if you have been blessed then you have all blessings when you have the spirit you know you already have all god wants you to have because you already have the spirit of god we took you know a few days to explain that over and over again so when paul says be filled with the spirit the best way to know the meaning of how you will be filled with the spirit will be in the epistles look at ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 ephesians chapter 1 verse number 13 in whom also or in whom ye also trusted after that you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that you believed you were sealed with the holy spirit of promise you were sealed with the spirit the spirit the holy spirit you were sealed with the holy spirit of promise the word sealed there is a word for approval that is god approved you by giving you his spirit god approved you by giving you his spirit look at ephesians chapter 2 verse 18 ephesians chapter 2 verse number 18 for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the father we both have access by one spirit same spirit remember in ephesians 1 13 you are sealed with the holy spirit now we both have access the same spirit look at ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man by his spirit in the inner man say with me i have the spirit inside me say it again i have the spirit inside me so number one you are sealed with the spirit number two you have access by the spirit number three you have the spirit within you so you are strengthened by the spirit access by the spirit sealed by the spirit you are strengthened with might by the spirit come somebody shout hallelujah in ephesians chapter 4 he begins to talk about sealed until the day of redemption the day when the body purchased will be taking delivery of the day of redemption you are sealed with the spirit look at ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 ephesians chapter 6 verse number 17 and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit the sword of the spirit which is the word of god next verse praying which is the the sword of the spirit is the word of god and we pray with the word of god sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praying always in the spirit. That's number four. 
praying always in the spirit you have access by the spirit you have the spirit within you you are strengthened with might by the spirit you are sealed with the spirit now you are praying always in the spirit when we say praying in the spirit we mean praying in the holy ghost praying in the spirit means praying in the holy ghost so when he said be filled with the spirit he is not saying that God will give you the spirit afresh. Be filled with the spirit means be stimulated by the spirit. Be inspired by the spirit. Be full of the spirit that is within you. The spirit is already in you all of the spirit. So be stimulated, be full of the spirit or be inspired with the spirit. Please pay attention. So two prophecies we read as we began. Ezekiel said, I will put my spirit within. And I will give you a new heart. A new spirit I will put within you. Joel puts it like this. I will pour out my spirit upon. So God got his spirit within us. And has his spirit upon us. The spirit within us. And the spirit upon us. Upon deals with ministry or the gift of the spirit. Upon you deals with ministry or the gift of the spirit. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18, Jesus pronounced it upon himself. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he has anointed me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. So the spirit upon is for preaching, for service, for ministry. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He quoted from Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 3. Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 3, which actually refers to ministry. In Luke chapter 24 verse 48, Luke 24 verse number 48 and you are witnesses of these things. Next verse. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. I send the promise of my father upon you. Upon you. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8 lots of scriptures good for your health but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon the holy ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in jerusalem and in all judea and in samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth upon is the working of the spirit for ministry the working of the spirit for ministry or for service it tells you that everybody born again is empowered for ministry everybody born again is empowered for ministry say with me i am empowered for ministry it's the same spirit the same spirit that got you born again is the same spirit that launches you into the ministry or empowers you. Because when you are born again, you are born of the spirit. 
and God gives his spirit to you. And the spirit within you is the same spirit upon you. The word upon simply implies ministry. Upon. God gave you his spirit for your private life. And also to be a blessing to others. The spirit within is for your private life. The spirit upon is to be a blessing to others. God gave his spirit in you so you can walk in his word and then you can do the work of ministry. So you can walk in his word and then you can do the work of ministry. Look at Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. Brother Paul writing to the church at Galatia. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. Alright? Walk. Notice he talks about the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Then in chapter 3, he tells you of the spirit. In rebuking the church that compromised the message. The church at Galatia. Galatians chapter 3 verse number 2. Galatians chapter 3 verse number 2. This only will I learn of you. Received ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Received ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? There are many contradictory Christian materials out there. If you find the word of God well taught, Christ revealed in a place. Stay there. Stay there grounded, rooted, settled. You don't grow spiritually by being curious. You don't grow spiritually by being curious. Curiosity will get you in trouble. Curiosity will make you to be tossed to and fro and you may end up being a victim and messed up. Galatians chapter 1 verse 3, brother Paul said to this church in Galatia, O foolish Galatians, Galatians 3 verse 1, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? That you should not obey the truth. Did you see that? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evidently set forth, crucified, among you satan always thrives in condemnation condemnation see that and that's why when you're curious you will end up with a com compromised status you will hear this you will hear that before you know you're messed up you're in a mixture before you know it you begin to hear things like why are people not healed you hear things like Reasons why you are not blessed. Hindrances to healing. Hindrances to blessing. Even though it's not in the Bible, but some preacher's message manages to find it. Why you cannot be healed or why you cannot be blessed. Then they say number one, unconfessing. Unconfessing. They say number two, prayerlessness prayerlessness he said god wouldn't heal you or bless you because of unconfessing 
And the people that place victim into this are people that are curious. You know, they are not stable. They are not satisfied. They want to still move around. Meanwhile, even in the old covenant, there was no teaching like reasons why you cannot be blessed. There were no teachings like reasons why you cannot be healed. So the next question I will ask such a person is, the people Jesus healed in the four gospels, how many of them were born again? The people Jesus healed and blessed in the four gospels. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all. Healing all. Including those who said crucify him. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. There is no reason why God will not heal you because God loves you. There's no reason why God will not heal you. God wants to heal. Even those that don't believe him, he heals not because you believe. He heals because that is his nature of goodness towards mankind. The people that Jesus healed while walking the face of the earth, all of them didn't believe him. Most of them, in fact, none of them was born again. None of them. That same crowd that Jesus healed said, crucify him. And he didn't say, okay, give me back my healing. He, he never did that because it's his nature to heal the sick. In Acts chapter 3, 4, 5, and 8. Acts chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 8. You know, those that were born again, it's not those that were born again that God healed. He healed everybody. Bible says, and Jesus healed them all. And you know, the Bible didn't say believers were healed. He said, and the multitudes the multitudes he healed the multitudes jesus healed them all he was not selective in who to heal he healed everybody glory to god you know there's a man that was sitting at the at the pool 38 years jesus walked to the man and said to the man will thou be made whole and look at the answer i have nobody is that the answer to the question? Will thou be made whole? And the man says, I have no man. When the water is turned to throw me in, others have people that assist them. I have no connection. I have no contact. I have nobody to speak for me. I have nobody to reference me. I have nobody to, 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 to help me. I have no man. And Jesus said to him, will you be made whole? And while the man was busy complaining, Jesus didn't say, you see, because you didn't answer me, you can't get your healing. You see, because you are doubting me, you can't get He said, man, man, stop talking. Take your mat, get out of this place. And the man took the mat and walked away. Jesus healed him with no conditions. Why? Because he heals, not because you meet a condition. He heals because he loves man. Glory to God. He loves man for God so loved the world. Listen carefully. Wrong thinking produces wrong believing. Wrong thinking produces wrong believing. Wrong believing produces wrong speaking. Wrong speaking produces wrong results. I go over it again. Wrong belief thinking produces wrong believing. Wrong believing produces wrong speaking. Wrong speaking produces wrong result. Just like Job. Job in the Bible, he had a problem with wrong thinking. And because he didn't think right, he believed wrong. Which produced wrong result. 
Job lived in condemnation and fear. And one day he came face to face with his condition. He said, the things which I fear greatly has come upon me. See that? Satan will always thrive when there is condemnation. Anywhere there is condemnation is a breeding ground for satanic activity. Condemnation is a breeding ground for satanic activity. Later on, Job said, if I can just find an intercessor, one to speak to God on my behalf, one to intervene for me with God, which has always been man's need. Man's need was always to have somebody to speak for him. Because man cannot speak for himself at any, any time. That is why Jesus came on our behalf. He came as a substitute for us. So that's why wrong thinking will always produce wrong believing. You've got to set your thinking right. Say to yourself, nothing stops me from receiving healing. Nothing stops me from being blessed. Nothing stops me from receiving revelation. Listen, church, healing is always there. Healing is always there. You can never exhaust God's power to heal. So there is always healing for anyone that wants. Always. There's no special season for healing. <laughs> There's no special time for healing. Healing is always available to whomsoever wants to grab it. Whoever wants to have it. God will not say no. God will not say stop. He heals all those who want to have it. Son, take your mouth, walk out of this place, and that man left. So all you've got to do is believe that nothing stops you. Reach out and take it. Reach out and take your healing. Reach out and take all that is yours in Christ. There's no point begging. There's no point crying. God has made it available for the believer and for anybody who will to enjoy his goodness and enjoy his faithfulness. You don't lose your job because you sinned. You, you are not sick because you sinned. You're not going to lose your healing because you sinned. God has put all the sins of mankind on Jesus. He has put on Jesus all of man's sins. Bible tells us that God is not counting your sins against you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18. I've got to get you thinking right. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18. Put it up for me. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And had given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Next verse. Woo. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. I, I thought that one is not in your Bible. Not imputing. That is he's not holding them accountable for sin. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. And had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. God has placed on Jesus all our sins. 
And Paul had taught them Christ and had taught them the finished work of Christ, but they went and gathered materials outside of what Brother Paul taught them and became confused. So Brother Paul writes to the church in Galatia, Galatians chapter 3 verse 2 and I'll read to verse 5. Galatians chapter 3 verse 2 to 5. This only will I learn of you. Receiving the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Next verse. Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you. Doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So the same way you receive the spirit within is the same way you receive the spirit upon. The spirit within to walk worthy of the Lord. The spirit upon to walk miracles. The spirit within to walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful unto every good work. And the spirit upon to walk miracles. To heal the sick. To operate the gifts of the spirit for the profitability and the edification of the saints. Please stay with me. The spirit within you you receive at salvation is still the same spirit upon you for miracles. You didn't hear that. The spirit within you that you receive for salvation is still the spirit upon you for miracles. For working of miracles. The way you spoke in tongues speaks a lot about how you relate with the Holy Spirit. I mean look at the issue of tongues. In Mark Chapter 16, verse 15, Mark 16, verse number 15 to 17. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Next verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall speak with new tongues. You talk to God all the time. Because he that speaks in tongues speaketh to God. So you receive the spirit to speak in tongues. So you can talk to God always. This sign shall follow those that believe the spirit upon. Now look at Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And he filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire. And he sat upon each of them. Look at verse 4. And they were all filled. They were all filled, you see. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. In Acts chapter 8, same thing happened during, you know, the encounter with Simon the sorcerer. In Acts chapter 9, brother Paul. 
Now look at First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 18. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 18. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. So that confirms that in Acts chapter 9, when brother Paul received the spirit, he spoke in tongues. Alright? When he received the spirit, he spoke in tongues. Listen carefully. Tongues are for every believer. Tongues are for every believer in Jesus. Tongues are for every believer in Jesus. Every believer in Jesus ought to, should speak in tongues. When you have hands laid upon people, just like Acts 19 verse 6, Acts chapter 8, they, they spoke in tongues. They spoke in tongues. And then at times, we minister the things of the spirit to people like healing by laying hands on them. We minister healing. And brother Paul took time to explain the issue of tongues in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. If you remember on Sunday, I told you that the book of Acts is a narration. If you want to understand the doctrine of glossolalia or tongues, you've got to go to the book of 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. Those are doctrinal materials where brother Paul took time to lay the framework on the doctrine of tongues. You know, on the day of Pentecost, I'm sure they spoke in tongues and prophesied. How do I know that? 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 2. For he that speaketh in, in an unknown. The unknown is not in the original. Okay? So he that speaketh in a tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. We know in Acts chapter 2, that people understood what the disciples were saying. But if it is tongues you speak, no man understandeth you. Nobody ought to know what you are saying. No one understandeth him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mystery. So, for people to have understood what the people were saying on the day of Pentecost, means they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Or they spoke in tongues and interpreted. And remember, tongues plus interpretation equals to what? Prophecy. Prophecy. All right. Now, Paul said, except the tongues are interpreted, when you speak them, the other person occupies the room of the unlearned. So that means for people to have understood what the disciples spoke on the day of Pentecost, it was tongues and interpretation, meaning there was prophecy. Another example is in the house of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10 verse 46. Acts chapter 10 verse 46. It says, For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. They heard them speak with tongues and magnified God. How did Peter know they magnified God? Because they must, have, they must have said it with understanding. Meaning, they spoke in tongues and interpreted. Meaning, they prophesied. See that? On the day of Pentecost, they prophesied. The first day the Gentiles received the Spirit in the house of Cornelius, they prophesied. In Acts chapter 19 verse 6, 
Paul laid hands on them. They spoke in tongues and they prophesied. Are we following? They spoke in tongues and they prophesied. When Paul laid hands on those believers at Ephesus. What is prophecy? Prophecy is to say it in a known language. Prophecy is to say it in a known language. Tongues mean a language no one understands. So as they spoke in tongues, then they turned and they said what they said in tongues in a known language. So we have seen three instances in the book of Acts where they didn't only speak in tongues, but they spoke in a known language. Please listen carefully because when someone speaks in tongues, no man understanded him. See that? First Corinthians 14 verse 2. For no man understanded him, how be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So when a man speaks in tongues, he is speaking mysteries in the spirit. He is speaking mysteries in the spirit. No one understanded him. He speaks those mysteries to God. So two things he tells God. Number one, he is giving God praise. Or number two, he is offering prayers in tongues. Every time you speak in tongues, it's one of the two. You are either giving God praise or you are praying in the spirit. Speaking in tongues will always be praise to God or prayer to God in the spirit. You speak mysteries to God. The reason why it's a mystery is because you that is speaking it don't understand it. So the mystery is to your mind. But God knows what you are saying. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 14. Please pay attention. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. The instructions of 1 Corinthians 14 are instructions in the assembly when we come together, when we gather. Alright? Why did he use tongue or tongues? Because some places he put tongues, some places he put tongues. It's just translation. That's all. What is praying with the spirit? Praying, when we say everybody pray in the spirit, what we mean is pray in tongues. What is singing in the spirit? When we say sing in the spirit, what we mean is sing in tongues. What is praying with the understanding? Praying with the understanding is interpreting the prayer in tongues what about singing in the spirit interpreting the song with understanding are we in the building here all right so who qualifies to sing in tongues the one praying or singing the believer you have the same empowerment to interpret in the spirit. How be it in the spirit. So if a believer wants to establish this in the spirit. What does he do? He prays or sings in the spirit. Jude verse 20. is just one chapter. 
Jude verse number 20. <clears throat> but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Pray ye in the Holy Ghost. Shakobalada. Building up your most holy faith. Now, who is beloved? Beloved means believers. But ye believers, or ye beloved of God. Ye believers, you build up yourselves in your most holy kadabaya. In your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. What is praying in the Holy Ghost? Is praying in tongues. Look at Ephesians 6.18. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praying in the spirit is praying in tongues. Jude already knows you can because he has instructed you to do. He cannot instruct you to do what you can't. Remember church. Tongue is a primary gift of utterance. Tongues are a primary gift of utterance. That every believer has been given. When Jesus gave the spirit. The very first evidence. Apart from visions. Was tongues. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. So, what they said was given a degree of, of more mention. In Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, they spoke in tongues. First Corinthians 14, brother Paul listed other gifts. But took time to explain the utterance gifts more than other gifts there is no gift brother paul emphasized explanation on like the gift of utterance because utterance gifts are the primary gifts of the spirit means we must pay attention to speaking in tongues again ephesians 5 18 ephesians 5 18 and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit. How are you filled with the spirit? Look at verse 19. Speaking to yourselves. Speaking. So you're filled with the spirit. Speaking to yourselves. In Luke chapter 1 verse 47. Luke chapter 1 verse 47. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my savior. Look at verse 46. 46 of Luke 1. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. My soul doth magnify the Lord. And this is when Mary was full of the Spirit. Look at Luke chapter 1, verse 67. Luke chapter 1, verse 67. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. And prophesied saying, filled, the next thing is prophecy. Primary gift of the spirit. 
In Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4, they were filled and began to speak. In Acts chapter 4 verse 8, Peter filled with the Holy Ghost and said, Acts 4 8. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. How do we know? And they speak the word of God with boldness. Acts 7.55 Stephen full of the Holy Ghost said Acts 13.9 and Acts 13.52 for further study. Acts 13.9 and Acts 13.52 So we have seen that being filled with the Holy Ghost is accompanied with certain actions sights and sounds a primary obvious action is that when a man is filled with the spirit he speaks in tongues he speaks in tongues so being filled with the holy ghost has to do with speaking look at colossians 3 16 colossians chapter 3 verse 16 let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. The word of Christ. The word of Christ. We just read the word of Christ in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 and 19. If I were to change those words in Colossians, you know, um, that's exactly the way I will have put it. The word of Christ will have to do with what brother Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 and 19. The word, word of Christ is the Greek word, the utterance of Christ. The utterance of Christ. Let the utterance of Christ dwell in you richly to speak or to teach. The utterance of Christ dwell in you richly to preach or to teach. That means when we are filled with the Spirit, we are full of utterance. You cannot be filled with the Spirit and there is no utterance. When you are filled with the Spirit, we will see utterances of Christ. Utterances of Christ. We will see the things inspired of Christ. When you are full of the Spirit, we will see the things inspired of Christ. Very important. Inspired of Christ. You will say things inspired of Christ. And Paul is saying that inspiration is also being filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit. So every believer can be full of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Full of utterance, supernatural speaking. When you speak in tongues, you are speaking supernaturally. Paul says you speak in the Spirit. And when you speak supernatural, what happens is that the spirit flows. You are filled with the Holy Ghost. Because you have the Holy Ghost. He is not talking about three times. He's speaking about, you know, speaking about one thing. Speaking to yourselves in Psalms. That is hymns. That is spiritual songs. The word hymn is a Greek word, hymno. Ayumno, another way of referring to a psalm. 
salo in the Greek means to celebrate with an accompanied instrument. A psalm. A psalm. A psalm means to celebrate with an accompanied instrument. Salo means you will use something to give music to accompany what you are saying. In Psalms, Salo. What were the things Moses or David were saying? They were saying hymnal to us. But what hymns they gave us were accompanied by music. Paul now brings us in the New Testament and said, it will be accompanied with the spirit. Their own was accompanied with music. Our own will be accompanied with the spirit. He says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, that is spiritual song. So our music is the spirit. Our music is the spirit. Be filled with the spirit. Then you will speak psalms accompanied by the spirit. Be filled with the spirit. Then you will speak psalms that are accompanied by the spirit. That's the same thing that happened to Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. And same thing that brother James talked about in James 5.13. If you have a psalm, let him sing. In 1 Corinthians 14.26, brother Paul says... 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Glory to God. 14, 26. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you had a psalm. He didn't talk about hymns there. He didn't talk about spiritual song. He just said psalm. Because a psalm is a hymn or a spiritual song. Has a doctrine, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation let all things be done unto edifying. Unto edifying. A psalm, because a psalm is a compound word that incorporates a hymn and spiritual song. You know, Jesus sang a hymn in Matthew 26, 30 and Mark 14, 26. Jesus sang a hymn when they went to the Mount of Olives. He sang a hymn, a halil. That's a hymn Jesus sang, a halil. In 1 Corinthians 14, 26, 1 Corinthians 14, 26. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you, how many of us? Because all of us are filled with the Spirit. So every one of you hath a psalm. Everyone. When people are taught spirituals, people function effectively. Every one of you is not supposed to be for a special person. Every one of us is supposed to have a psalm given by the Holy Ghost. Had a doctrine, had a tongue, a revelation, had an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. Hallelujah. In other words, I can give a psalm, a tongue, an interpretation to edify the church. So like we said, the psalm is a hymn. The word psalm means to celebrate. He has a, a, a hymn, I mean a psalm to celebrate. 
It means to celebrate with music or singing. Celebrate the goodness of God by the Holy Ghost. Then he said spiritual songs. Why did he use spiritual songs? To explain the hymn which is the psalm. That it will be spiritual. Spiritual here is the same word in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. 1 Corinthians 12.1 Hallelujah. Now concerning spiritual brethren, I will not have you ignorant. The word spiritual there is the word pneumaticus. 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 The things of the spirit. Or the things that pertain to the spirit. That is, you will sing song that pertain to the Holy Spirit. Or you sing songs through the gift of the Holy Ghost. You sing songs through the gift of the Holy Ghost. Pneumaticus. That's why the translators put the word gift in 1 Corinthians 12. Because the things he was referring to, he was talking of gifts. Concerning spirituals or spiritual gifts. I will not have you ignorant. Pneumaticus. So Paul is saying, sing songs, sing psalms, and you will give the psalms by the gift of the Spirit. You will pull it from the Spirit and minister it to the edifying of the saints. You will bring it out. You know, they used to say, Paul and Silas, they prayed, they sang, the Holy Ghost came down from where? The Holy Ghost didn't come down from anywhere. They sang and pulled out of their spirit the things of the spirit. They brought out psalms and they sang those psalms. It came from their spirit. It came from their spirit. Hallelujah. It came from their spirit. They, they, they brought it out of their spirits. Please pay attention. How do you sing? You sing by singing. You sing with words. Singing is sustained talking. Singing is sustained talking. Hallelujah. 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 It's the same thing I have said. Only that one is talk, one is sustained. Glory. Glory. So singing is sustained talking. So instead of Yangwandu Shangea Engrando Rianalalambrozagala. You sustain. That becomes a song. So I will speak in tongues and I will sing in the spirit. If you are going to sing songs by the gift of the spirit, it means. You will use the utterance gifts. Utterance gifts. What are the utterance gifts? Tongues, interpretation 
of tongues prophecy. So I can sing with tongues. I can sing with the interpretation of the tongues. Just like I speak in tongues and interpret, I can also sing in tongues and interpret what I just sang in the spirit. Exciting adventures ahead. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. So I can start out fulfilling Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 by singing in tongues. Be filled with the spirit. As I sing in tongues, I sing out the interpretation. When interpreting, what am I doing? I bless the name of the Lord. I will be singing about Jesus' finished work and glorifying Christ. So when you sing, you glorify Christ. You glorify his word. You glorify the love of God and the work of God. Singing to the Lord, you sing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Then you edify yourself. Baruch Hashem Amashiach. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem Amashiach. Blessed be God forever. Shako badayadas. Nekoroto sekea. Engamone lebra. Engomeone lebra. Engomeone lebra. We give glory to the Lord. You sing in the spirit, you sing with the understanding. Are you in the building here? Yes. You sing in the spirit, you sing with the understanding. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross. My Lord, I thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross, my Lord. I am saved by the blood. Saved by the blood. Saved by the blood, my Lord. I am washed by the blood. Cleansed by the blood. Accepted by the blood, my Lord. Now, when you sing such songs, they are songs to the Lord. You are ministering to the Lord. And as they minister to the Lord, the Holy Ghost said. When you begin to minister to the Lord, when you begin to worship and honor Christ, the Spirit of God who is in you to glorify Jesus manifests because that is his comfort zone. You are not singing about problems and solutions. You are ministering to the Lord. You are ministering to the Lord. You thank him for what his finished work has provided. You acknowledge all that his finished work has done. You, 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 you turn it into sustained talking. So it becomes a song with melody. 
and brethren are edified you yourself are edified the people of god are built up and charged like charging a battery people are encouraged people are comforted people are you know built up then you minister to one another boshakaya das boshakaya das boshakaya das you know many times when you glorified God singing in the spirit you have a word of knowledge you have a word of wisdom you have a word in season for every area of your life when you begin to minister to the Lord in worship and minister to the Lord in glorification there's a word in your heart a word in season you don't get confused anymore the utterance of Christ dwells in you richly and every one of us here that is born again, we're born again to worship God. Philippians chapter 3 verse 3, we are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit. Where do we worship God? In the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh, but rejoice in God our Savior. We rejoice in God our Savior. You're born of the spirit, so when you speak in tongues interpretation will come because you're born of the spirit you're born of the spirit you know all things oh say with me i know all things say with me i walk in the spirit say with me i live in the spirit say i know all things by the spirit yeah yeah you get your mind out of the way and tell yourself i have interpretation for the tongues i speak stop thinking of how will i interpret it get your mind out of the way speak in tongues the interpretation will flow I have interpretation for the tongues that I speak. There's a word in season for your life. There's a word in season for your health. There's a word in season for your finances. There's a word in season right now for your ministry. And as you begin to sing the words of Christ and give thanks with a grateful heart, you give thanks to what God has made available. You begin to appreciate and honor Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ the Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. We give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. We give thanks. We give thanks. I am the Lord that he led thee. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and heal your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. You are the Lord that he left me. You are the Lord, my healer. 
sent your word and heal my disease. You are the Lord, my healer. I am the Lord that healed thee. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and heal your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. You sing such songs, you sing with melody in your heart. And everybody here is qualified to sing and bless the church. Then when you prophesy, you now prophesy into your future. I'm telling you, church, we are going to do a lot of prophecies into the future. Between now and the end of this year into the new year, there are things that the Holy Ghost will be unveiling to us as we study within supernatural parameters. The future is not impossible. The future is not dark. Yeah, the future is not a mystery. Saith God, the future is in your hands. The future is in your hands. So you take hold of the future. Take hold of the future. The future does not decide itself. You right now decide the future and navigate your path in the future. And the future does not determine its outcome. You determine the outcome of the future. For saith God, I have put my word, I have put my power, and I have put my grace within you. You rise and say them the way you want to see them, and you will see the future organize itself to accommodate what you say, and it will give you what you say. Did I not say in my word? What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you have, and you shall have what you say. The power of the future is not in the future, it's in your mouth right now. So fear not, fear not, be courageous, be strong, quit ye like men, look into the future, and say it the way you want to see it, and see it come to pass. Says the spirit of grace. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hey, hey, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Your finances are not going to collapse. There is a word for your finances. There is a word for your ministry. There is a word for your career. And there is a word concerning your marriage. Saith God, everything that concerns every area of your life is important to me because I love you. Therefore, I do not keep you in the dark. I do not keep you in the dark concerning the things that affect you, your marriage, your ministry, your finances, your career. All the answers are right 
in my hands and they are right before you. Did I not say in my word, ask me and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. I gave you my word that I will show you. So I show it to those of you that will care to ask. Those of you that will seek to know and those of you that will seek to understand. Saith God, it's right before you. My spirit, my spirit will show you the deep things of, of my heart. And my spirit will lay bare before you my plan, my purpose, my intent concerning you. So therefore, fear not. Rejoice and be glad. Rejoice and be glad. You are the light in the midst of darkness. And no matter how dark the dark may be, a ray of light makes a difference in the darkness. And you are not just a ray of light. You are the embodiment of my light, saith God, because you have my word on your inside. Therefore, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Cheer up. Stand up. Look at the future and rejoice because the future will work in your favor. Woo! Glory! 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 Woo! I tell you, friends, I'm excited here tonight. Glory to God forevermore. Lift your hands and give him praise and thanks and worship. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Days of glory. Days of grace. Days of beauty. Days of jubilation. Days of celebration. Hey, there will be an outpouring of my glory like never before. Days of celebration, says the Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Things about yourself, things of the Spirit, Things in the spirit concerning you, I unveil to you by my spirit. You take hold of it. You take hold of it. You take hold of it. And by it were a good warfare. Saith God, it is a good warfare because the, the, the outcome of the warfare is in your favor. It is a good warfare, saith God, because the outcome of the warfare is in your favor. It is a good warfare because you already know the end of the warfare. Because you have the prophecy in your hand. So you take my word, you take the prophecy and declare what I have said to you and be not afraid. Be not afraid. You shall never be ashamed, says the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah to Jesus. Father, we pray for everybody in this service. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, every child under the sound of my voice in this building on television, on radio, listening to me right now. Thank you that your word has come forth with power and clarity. 
your people are built up and edified now we rebuke every sickness and disease lose your holes sick bodies be healed in the name of jesus father we give you praise tonight thank you for your word and thank you for the honor of christ that is among us tonight oh hallelujah praise you blessed father thank you lord jesus in jesus precious name and every believer says a powerful amen oh are you blessed tonight glory to god 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 oh hallelujah oh amen oh i tell you friends the days ahead are glorious oh yeah don't get me wrong they'll be dark for the world they're going to get darker and more complicated for the world but you will be the shining light in the midst of the darkness you will be the light in the midst of the darkness. Their confusion will not affect you. They are, they are confused because you already know ahead of time. And you already know that I have already made the way. I have already made the supplies. I have already made the directions available to you. So you will not be confused because you will know what to do. And you will walk within the confines of what I have provided you. And yet there will be days of glory. Uh, and you know the world the world will be so flabbergasted that while they are confused we are composed while they are running around we seem not to bother because we already know the end of this matter from the beginning why because we are in him who controls the end from the beginning somebody shout hallelujah amen are you blessed tonight i want to quickly take up your offerings and i'll be joining mr michael bush in another one or two minutes so we can answer your questions pick up your calls respond to your queries and you know interact with you and fellowship with you tonight but listen just as i get ready to take your offerings please take note of these tomorrow morning tomorrow morning for all aquaibom state ministers who have been doing bible study with me I want to meet with all of you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. at Power City International. All the ministers that have been doing Bible studies, it's going to be a very brief meeting, but very critical at 9 a.m. Jesus time. The 28th and the 29th of December will be a meeting with all my spiritual sons in ministry all over the world. So those of you that are within Nigeria that would like to be in Akwaibom is the 28th and the 29th of December. It's usually a meeting I do with all my sons around the world to share with you things that God has laid in my heart for the new year and all of that. So it's going to be happening in Power City. Now, the online community, because many of you may not be able to fly down because of the COVID-19 restrictions, if you shoot a mail to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com, asking for the zoom conference details so you can be a part of the meeting of the 28th and 29th you shoot a mail to dr abel damina at yahoo.com we will send you zoom details so you can log in by zoom and be in the conference here with us it, you know because his minister is going to be exclusive so it will be by in invitation res restricting it you know by invitation especially on the zoom so we need to send you the details if you shoot a mail to dr abel damina at yahoo.com then on christmas which is the day after tomorrow we're going to have a christmas service here i'll be live at 10 a.m gmt plus one and i'll be preaching one of the one of the most exciting messages you've heard concerning the good the good news of the gospel you don't want to miss it on sunday and those in aquaibom we're inviting everybody here to power city international 98 waniba road on christmas morning next tomorrow 
by 9.30 a.m. It's going to be one service and we're going to have an exciting time. If you've not been to church the whole of this year, this Christmas service is for you here at Power City. Or you're, you know, you've been thinking of where to go on Christmas Day, Power City, 98 Waniba Road, Uyo, Akwaibom State, Nigeria. All right, grab your offerings, everybody. We will give, and the radio audience, Mr. Bush, will read the banking details. Those on TV and on Facebook and social media, there are banking details. And I want to thank you for honoring the labor of God's word from this ministry. I want to thank you for always giving to support what we do, enabling us to do much more for the kingdom. And I want to appreciate those that have been giving and are still giving to us our platform for Kingdom Life Network. I want you to know we, 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 we honor you and we appreciate your honor of the labor that we do together as a ministry, getting the word of God out to the nations of the earth. I'd like you to lift up your offerings. Let's pray together tonight. Father, thank you for the privilege to give. We give in faith. We give with joy. And I ask that everybody connected to this service that is giving, your needs are met supernaturally. Favor is at work on your behalf. Receive opportunities, connections, open doors. And in the name of Jesus, great grace is upon you right now. And we decree that all your needs are met supernaturally in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. Thank you again for giving to the Lord, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to serve you the grace of God. I look forward to seeing the other studio in the, in the next few seconds or so. And until I connect with you again, don't go away. Get more people to connect. Let's fellowship together, you know, the next, in the next segment. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Glory! Amen! Woo! I tell you, I'm excited you in this place tonight. By this message. For these, all the messages and books by Dr. Abel Damino, please call plus 234-806-800-9939 or email powercityoffice at gmail.com. Okay, thank you for staying with us. Let's join Global Baba um, next by sharing with you the bank details in case you want to take part in the offering rounds. There are three banks as usual. They have one thing in common, and that is the account name, Power City International. Tonight, this edition, I would love to start with Zenith. The number is 10-12-36-59-12. 12, 36, 59, 12, that's for Zenith. Remember, the account name is Power City 
International. The second bank tonight is FCMB. And um, the number is 29-82-68-2028. 29-82-68-2028-FCMB. Same account uh, name, Power City International. Finally, UBA, 139-26-465. 139-26-465. But it's for UBA with the same account name, Power City International. All right. Um, for sponsorship, yes. Um, but sponsorship, I need to, I even have some great things I love to share with you. But um, yes, for sponsorship, and take very important note of this number, plus 234-803-275-6104. You can also email directly to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Let me set the stage, even though uh, Blue Baba, quite strangely, is nowhere to be found right now. It's only, I like to round off this um, uh, first opening when I see him so that I'm sure that uh, we, we're going to have the second stanza of the program. I, I think that <laughs> it's very funny. We need to see Global Baba first before I go on that break. But let me also tell you what else is happening. So much is happening. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing well. And then you're taking advantage, you're availing yourself of uh, this program, the great things that are being taught on this program, and we can continue to assist um, in a way or two. I, I can take that break. I can go on that break because I think that um, somehow Global Baba is almost here. It's almost here. I can go on this break. 120 seconds. I catch you. Please stay with us. Jesus didn't offer an animal. Jesus didn't offer blood. He offered himself. And he rose by himself. And then he came by himself into you as the Holy Ghost. To live in you forever. That Holy Ghost in you is the seal. No devil can break that seal. That seal is God's eternal signature of ownership. Abel Damino Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth Riot live with Dr. Abel Daminer and Ask the Counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush. Time Monday to Saturday 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. GMT plus one. Join the program live on Comfort FM 95.1 Yo Sunday 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Monday to Saturday 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Radio Aquaibom 90.5 FM Yo 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9 Yo 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Unoyo FM 100.7 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and on Heritage FM 104.9 10 p.m. to midnight. You can also watch these programs live on Kingdom Live Network TV on your strong decoder or my TV decoder. You can also follow Abel Damino's Facebook page, public figure, as well as YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram handles to watch real time. Welcome to Riot Live and Ask the Counselor. Host, Drs. Abel and Rachel Daminer. Thank you for 
coming back. Thank you for staying with us in Uyu, Nigeria. And um, on this edition of the program, I'm excited to report that everything is as fine as it always is. I'm super excited that Global Baba is here, but before I get to him in a moment, let me just say that everyone is also on the ground, and they join me, Michael Bush, the anchor, to welcome you to this edition of the pro um, program. So without any further ado, help me welcome the man of the moment, international tele-evangelist, Global Baba, Dr. Abel Davina. The intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Global so good to see you. Whoa, thank you. things you're doing. Thank you, thank you. Global Baba, when I was trying to set the stage on this edition of, um, by the way, this is um, Ask the Counselor, I was just saying, that until I came here to to help you to support the church do this, yes, I, I never knew the church does um, massive charity. So, what is that humility, Global Baba, in not announcing, in not in not um, publishing, in not publicizing? That? Actually, my perspective, my view, and somebody asked me this in London, some journalists when we were doing some show in London, and they were talking about the role of the church in society and all of that. And they were asking me, do we do charity in our church? And I said to them, yes, we do. And they said, so why don't you advertise it? Why because don't you know, you nobody it? believes that power city does that, or yeah. that even you. Well, you know, I, I said to them, what, the way I look at it is members of power city are members of my family. So when I do things for my family, I don't announce it. That's my perspective. That when we reach out, we bless our members, we solve problems for them, pay house rents for them, you know, pay school fees, help some of them who want to travel, help some of them who are getting married, help some of them, you know, who are trying to settle down women in the hospital who cannot pay the hospital bills. When we do all of that, I see that as a family thing. Mm. That's why I don't announce, I don't advertise. Like during the lockdown, mm. we had I a lot, that. we had a lot of that. Sure. But you, you know, to me, it's like, this is family. And when we do family stuff, we keep it within But family. it doesn't worry you that you do all of that. Believe me, I didn't know. Never heard it. I don't also think that the members of the church are fair to the church, you know, because nobody says it, even you. You're, you're described in some very horrendous terms when it comes to charity, when it comes to giving, when it comes to supporting people. In fact, every year we have a hostel where we take all the youth coppers, we take them from the camp, the day they are done with camp, since we know a lot of them are strangers, we take them in buses to our hostels, and we keep them there and feed them throughout their stay until they find a place where they are posted to and where they settle in. And sometimes some of them stay in our hostel till they finish serving. And we've been doing that for many years now. So what is the point in not letting the world know? You see, see Global Baba, it's not even, it's not even um, to show off. Sometimes it's also to evangelize to others that you can also do this charity. Well, you're here, and we're talking about it tonight. Okay. No, Papa. No, it's something we should take seriously. Yeah, we're talking By about it. By the way, I've also announced there's something. We even do medicals. We go, we, we do medicals. We buy clothes. Our city. Yes, we take doctors. We take medication, glasses. You know, we do all kinds of things. No, Papa, do you do it under the ground? No, we do it in a quiet, but we do it in, as we go, you know, all of us, we go to do crusades and conferences. We send our medical team ahead of time. They go with medication. They go with, you know, all of that. No, but they do medicals. The one, cameras, two. the cameras of Kellerin, they, are they blind to that? Are they not supposed to cover that? No, we used to cover it, but we don't show it. I don't even know if they, if they, if they, no, no, Baba, it's not, if, it's, if not, it's still in the studio. Actually, minus to minister. Well, if, you know, just like I said, it's my perspective. I just felt like, 
you know, uh, that's the way I saw it. Oh, Baba, you, you would just uh, focus on teaching us what we don't know. Let us also do the things that we know. Please do. You know, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> yeah, sure. So you, yeah. you just bring the Bible knowledge to us. Let's yeah. do that thing. It's okay. Yeah. Okay, Global Baba, um, we spent the night in Italy. So starting with Sophia, who says, Hello, Global Baba, pray for me on how to disciple youths that have addictions. Well, Christ, reveal Christ to them. Reveal Christ to them. Reveal to them the love of God. Reveal to them that they are accepted by God the way they are. Reveal to them that the gospel is the power of God to save and not just to save, but the power of God to free them from those addictions and give them a better quality of life. There's a teaching module you can use for all of that training. It's called discipleship. That's what you do. And uh, if you reach out to our office, we could advise you on what materials to put together, what materials to study, so that you, in turn, can use those materials to equip. Remember, Jesus said, go and make disciples, not go and make converts. Go and make disciples. Discipleship is a process of training, a process of teaching, a process of turning men into students until they are equipped to equip others. So that's what you need to do to be able to help these people with addictions. Okay, Global Baba, we have a testimony. Uh, comes, unfortunately, from Anonymous. Says, hello, Daddy, I want to testify of the goodness of God. My brother-in-law is healed. Yeah, he wrote in. I think so. He or she wrote in. And I thank God for prayers and such. May his name be praised. Thank you, Daddy. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Another Anonymous entry. Hello, Global Baba. Once you said that Moses was appointed by the Israelites. My question is, who caused the fire that burns on the tree? Well, which tree? I don't know which tree he's referring <laughs> to. <laughs> okay. I don't so. know which tree. Next time when you write, put the scripture, put all the details so we're able to answer you properly. Okay. Global Baba, but you have read the Bible, um, you know. So, you know, this is why sometimes Global Baba is not good to attract too much trouble to yourself. Yes. They can't ask me that kind of question. Because it's true. I don't even know where the question is. It's true. But you would know which tree there was fire in, uh, in the Bible. I don't know which tree. <laughs> <laughs> I've not read anywhere where fire was put on a tree. Okay. But I know that fire, you know, came from heaven. I know that the ground opened and swallowed people and all of that. Mm. So that's why, again, you put the scripture so I'm able to see whether it's a parable or something you're making reference. Absolutely. Many more anonymous entries. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Is fasting good for a believer? Is it through fasting that we receive power to function? Please help me. No, you don't receive power from fasting. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So when you are born of God and you receive the Spirit of God, it is, you know, the book of Ephesians 1, 18, 19, 20 says, what you receive when you receive the Spirit of God is the exceeding greatness of His power to us who believe according to the working of His mighty power which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead. That's what you receive when you receive Christ. It is not fasting that gives you power. It is Christ in you that is power. But as you begin to grow in the knowledge through teaching, you begin to realize the resources that are on your inside. And you begin to unleash them by exercising authority and, you know, speaking words and seeing it come to pass. So you don't fast for power. So why do we fast? There's no scripture in the New Testament that teaches fasting. No scripture. Anywhere you see fasting in the New Testament is either the apostles prayed and fasted or where Brother Paul will say in fastings often. You will not find any teaching on fasting. So why did they fast in the book of Acts? Fasting is self-help. 
is a self-help device where you discipline your body, you discipline your emotions so you can stay focused and so you can, you can be more effective either in prayer or in waiting or in studying. That's why you fast. And let me tell you the truth. The truth of the matter is as you begin to spend time in the word and even in prayer, you won't even know when you fast. It will be like so an achievement. It becomes a part of you. Some of us will say we live a fasted life. A fasted life. And what we mean by living a fasted life is that sometimes you miss breakfast. You use the time to pray. Sometimes you miss lunch. You use the time to pray. And sometimes you miss dinner. You use the whole evenings to pray. And you can do that for many days and call it fasting. So that's what fasting does. It enables you to be more effective. It helps you. It's self-help. Okay. Often it has just um, pointed out to me that that question has something to do with the burning bush that Moses saw. Oh, burning bush, burning bush, burning bush was a figure of speech. It was a figure of speech. That's where the fire was burning, but the bush was not burnt. See that? It's a figure of speech. In the New Testament, the reference made unto, to that event was that an angel was communicating with Moses using the burning bush scenario as a figure. That's the way the New Testament puts it in Acts chapter 7, verse 35. Okay, another anonymous, and to remember we're still outside um, the continent of Africa, we're still in Europe, says, Hello, Global Baba, if God the Father is Jesus in human form, whose voice spoke from heaven during Jesus' baptism in Mark 1, 11, and his transformation in Matthew 17, 5. Whose voice spoke from heaven, God's voice spoke from heaven. Jesus is God who became a man. So Jesus was operating dual. He was a man on earth and he was God in heaven at the same time. He operated dual. Just like you are operating dual. You are in Christ right now and in your city right now. You are operating dual because you are immortality in mortality. That's the way it is. Sam Philip O says, hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Why do born-again Christians, Global Baba, experience limitations? Some Christians go through all kinds of sicknesses and cannot get their needs. Are these also determined by knowledge? Yes, they are. The Bible says in Philemon chapter 1, verse 6, that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. You've got to acknowledge it. Acknowledge means precise, accurate knowledge. And that's where it comes. As you begin to grow in knowledge, you begin to effectively take delivery and enjoy what redemption has provided. Anonymous interest to you. I still will claim that this one comes from Europe. Okay. I says, um, please, Global Baba, pray for me to heal me. The doctors have tested me HIV positive. We take authority over that virus. In the name of Jesus, Amen. we declare you virus flushed out of that body. Body be healed. We command your entire immunity built up to push out that virus right now. And in the name of Jesus, receive your healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anonymous still. Hello, Global Baba. God will grant you continuously the strength to continue this ministry in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, fantastic. I've been suffering high blood pressure for some years now. Then I was diagnosed last year of heart condition and sugar diabetes. I've been on drugs since then. Global Baba, please pray for my healing. Pray for my financial establishment and marital fulfillment for my daughter this year. Maria. In the name of Jesus, we command healing into that family. Satan, we break your influence and power over that household. And we command the healing power of God, the life of God to permeate that entire family. And all of those conditions corrected in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
The last anonymous entry I'll take before I leave this part of Europe and get into perhaps the UK, and then we make progress from there, comes from Network Anonymous. So he says, hello, Global Baba. I thank you for all you do for the body of Christ. You are indeed a blessing to this generation. Global Baba, I have some questions I believe you have answers to. Those questions come presently, right now, this caller. Hello. Good right. evening, sir. Let's go ahead. Papa, good evening. Evening, bless you. I've been longing to call since last 50 days of glory. Wow. I ask you to pray for my dad, Pastor Samuel and Abraham, concerning his health. Okay. I'm so happy to announce that they are fine, perfectly fine now. Amen. Thank you very much, Amen. sir. Praise God. Praise yeah, God. even in the voice, our voice still says that it's fine. Yes. So the, the, I'll go back to that anonymous entry. It says, um, Rubababa, why is it that sinners tend to be more prosperous than the righteous? In our world today, apparently, unbelievers are more successful. The richest millionaires and billionaires of our time are unbelievers. Why is it so, Rubababa? Great question. Yeah, I love it. Because the church spiritualizes the art of making wealth. Once you spiritualize the art of making wealth, you get defeated because there's nothing spiritual about, about making wealth. You just need to study the principles, develop skills, get it in the marketplace and compete very well with, with, the, with others and excel. But when you spiritualize it, when you should be thinking, you'll be praying, see that. When you spiritualize things, when you should be calculating, when you should be working on ideas and skills, you'll be there fasting and praying in the church. And when you are operating that dimension, then when you go out to the marketplace, you can compete favorably with the unbelievers. That's where the problem is. And that is why we must be able to define what the gospel is and what the gospel is not. And that's what we've been doing as we keep teaching and presenting Christ to the body of Christ. This caller, even before I go back to that anonymous entry, hello. Hello, good evening, Mr. Good. Yeah, thank you for joining us. You know where you're calling from? The Lord is from so many scriptures good for your health. Very good for your health. <laughs> yes, Papa, I, I have a question. Okay. Is fasting doctrinal? Fasting? Yes, is it doctrinal? Well, what is the doctrine? Okay, so there, that's why if you observe the question I answered previously, I said there is no teaching on fasting in the New Testament. It is a self-help practice. Self-help. There's no teaching. There's no scripture. No even verse dedicated to fasting. It is a self-help. It is something we do to help ourselves you know, following the example of those who have gone before us and knowing what benefits it delivers to us. Okay, we're done with that. So I can just um, break away. Okay, the anonymous entry that I said, the last one, yes. that I'll be taking from Europe before I break into two or three countries and then um, come out. It said, why did God regret creating man after man had disappointed him? Could it be that God did not foresee that man would disappoint him in, in the future? No, God did not regret. When the Bible says, and it repented God that he created man, what it actually means in the original is that God felt for man when he saw the bad choices that man made and the consequences that will come as a result of those choices. God felt for man. He was not regretting. He was sympathizing with the state of man. 
Okay, so we, we're moving out um, from uh, that part of that anonymous part yes. of um, Europe to get to some other parts that we can pick up. And Ireland is next, the, the International Intercontinental, Mr. Bush, and the Universal Global International Intercontinental, Global Baba, <laughs> the Apostle, Dr. Bishop, Abel Damina. Grace and mercy and love be lavished upon you. Greetings from Ireland, that is Do um, Dublin. Thank you for the great work you're doing in the body and family of Christ. I love the Ask the Counselor logo, and I think you should put a pattern on it, really inspired by the Spirit of God. That's fantastic. That's a good point. A but good. I just take a break from Ireland to take this caller. Hello. Hello, good evening, sir. Thank you for joining us. Your name, where you calling from, ma'am? I'm to be calling from you. Okay. Thank you, Daddy. Daddy, please pray for me and my family. I have a brother, Colin, traveled to Dubai. He's two years now. He's not doing anything there in Dubai. Also, my brother, Stanley, he was a soldier. Later, they disconnected him, just like that. He stopped, he stopped working, right? Well, now he wants to go back to the job, but no way. Because the man of God said he was disconnected by bad, bad people from the village and all that. So, please, that I need your prayer. Likewise, me, I have a shop in New York. I just opened the shop, not after one month. Arabas came and they packed my goods, my market, everything. As I'm talking to you right now, just believing for God, for miracles, just to just help me. At least I need a better relationship. Let's get married. You know, things will be flowing in my family. Please, Daddy, pray for me and my family. All right, Oluchi, we'll pray for you. But remember that in Christ Jesus, you have everything that pertains to life and godliness. So every day you wake up, speak words of faith, speak words of power over your family, over all the things you have raised up today. Every day you wake up, the power is in your mouth and in your heart. Speak those words. Call the things that be not as though they were, and you will see them come to pass. Father, we agree with your daughter that every need is met. Her brother in Dubai receives supernatural help. Amen. We pray that her business also supernaturally receives restoration. Her marital life, we command favor and the grace of God. And circumstances arranged to bring the right person for her to get married to. And we receive testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, let, let me go back to Ireland where Kofi writes from. Says, could you please throw some light on Jude 1.5? Jude points out that Jesus saved the Israelites from Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. Here we see that unbelief was the reason for the destruction. However, Second Peter uh, 2 Verses 4 to 10 also indicates that God is responsible for destroying the ungodly. I know from the character of Christ that there is no destruction in God, but he rather wants to save everyone, especially the godly, as indicated in verse 9 of Second Peter. I believe the epistles are to shed light by the Holy Spirit on the shadows of the Old Testament, but in this regard, it seems these letters are in agreement with the Old Testament destructions of God. Could you please help throw light on these scriptures, as I believe there is no destruction in God? Kofi from Ireland. Even in the New Testament, sometimes parables are used. For example, Brother Paul says to the church at Corinth, I couldn't speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes. See, so he had to employ the use of figures of speech. So in the New Testament, when you see that God destroyed, it simply means the absence of God 
was destruction for those people. The absence of God. Since they didn't believe, they didn't accept the gospel, God can't force himself on them. So the withdrawal of God is what they call destruction in the New Testament. Okay, from Ireland, we'll just get into another part of um, the United Kingdom. So we get to the UK now. Okay, that is London, or this one is Nakuya. Okay, it doesn't tell us, but it's some part of the UK. It says, I greet you, um, Pastor Abel Damina and Mr. Bush, in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is C.C. Nakuya in the UK. I've been experiencing torments and pains in my head, things moving, and they are very heavy. Even the hair in the middle of the head is not growing due to the pain and torments. I've prayed for 20 years, Global Baba. I've been listening and following your teachings and learning the true word now two years. Most of the time when I pray, I start to burge and some manifestations. I would ask you kindly to stand with me and pray for me to be free indeed from this situation in Jesus' name. Amen. And we declare right now every discomfort, whatever is not planted by God in your body, be rooted out. Amen. Your body has been bought with a price. So body be healed. Amen. Receive a miracle right now. Body be set free from the harassment of the enemy. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. This caller. Hello. Yes, please. I'm calling from a caller. Thank you for calling us. Your name, your point. My name is Gabriel. Okay, Gabriel, go ahead. Caller. Please, I want you to pray for me concerning my family problems. Okay, what are the problems? Because we are, we are three brothers. So we are having query between three of us. So I want you to pray for God to give us peace and bring back the love between three of us. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for peace in that family. We rebuke the spirit of contention and strife. Amen. Cease in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive peace. And we declare right now that it is manifested. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Gabriel is a good guy, Guru Baba. Is. You know, you're quarreling with your brothers and then you're looking for peace. Yeah. Great stuff. Yes. Great stuff. Yes. And even to run to God in prayers. Mm -hmm. And you can be sure that tomorrow they wake up, they say, what, what even happened? Why were we, Why were we even mm -hmm. doing this? Mm -hmm. A beautiful thing. Yeah. Gabriel, and I'm very proud you're calling from me, Pene. And, um, okay, so another part, um, I was just going to leave the UK now, but let me just take this for the road. This one says, Jerry Mutunga Mutua says, Blessing Global Baba. Do we have levels or hierarchy of uh, power that you can say this believer is more powerful than the other? No, we don't have. The power is a person. His name is Jesus. His name is the Spirit of God. So it's not in levels. However, the level of understanding and knowledge you have determines to what extent the power of God will be at work. Remember, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So your ability to engage that power by knowledge is what determines the effectiveness of that power on your inside. From the continent of uh, Europe, we're flying straight to the Americas, uh, even as we just get on the plane and take off this caller. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? My name is Peter and I'm calling from AK. Go ahead. Really, I want to thank Papa for the good word. We know for sure that the reason of what Papa is teaching, a whole lot of light, a whole lot of understanding, a whole lot of revelation. And we in a get here will be really grateful. And we really want to accept God bless you, Amen. Amen. Thank you. So as I said, we're flying out of the continent of Europe and heading to the Americas, straight to Canada. Greetings, Global Baba and Ambassador Michael Bush. My name is Sister Claudia, right from Toronto, Canada. 
Global Papa, I give God thanks for you. I make mention of you in my prayers for your labor of love in word and doctrine. Your selflessness, your commitment, your love, your dedication to the body of Christ. To Ambassador Michael Bush, thank you, sir, for your labor of love. God bless you. Global Papa, during Sunday first service, could be the last one, yeah. you mentioned that one can read the Bible four times per year. That is every three months from Genesis to Revelation. Yeah. My question is, what order? Or schedule with someone used to get through the 66 books in three months. Thank you and God bless you, Claudia. Beth, this caller. Hello. Okay. Hello, how are you? Fantastic. Welcome to the program. You know where you're calling from? Uh, this is John calling from Botswana. Oh, John, Botswana. Go ahead. Uh, Thank you, the Goldberg, Mr. Bush, and uh, thank you, Papa, for always feeding us with the word. Bless you. I've got three requests. I'm going to make them quick. Okay. I just, I, I went to the hospital today. I wanted to go and donate blood, and then I found out that my high blood pressure is too high. So they want to put my medication, something that I'm not really prepared mentally. I just think it's because, you know, the pressures of the world and the economy, I mean, the economy at the moment has been pressing, finances have not been coming through, so we've been pressing too hard, so without noticing that it's affecting my health in a way. So I need prayers to actually shift on that area and be in a, the circumstances to work for me financially to be in a good space. Okay, John, I'm yeah. And then the second one, uh, I just want to see how can I be able to have some kind of direct mentorship. I know our coordinator in Botswana is most, we are a thousand kilometers apart. I just wanted to be in a place where I can be able to draw directly and be able to also hold this side by drawing directly in that sense. So I want you to put me in that sense. All right. John. And number three, he said three. Yeah, number three. Three. Okay, three, number three. Uh, I just want to have also the, the, the wisdom on the side of finding that uh, partner in life that I can be able to settle with. I seem to be struggling. I'm trying to put every time to push my ideas into everything, but I always uh, hit a neck and come back to zero, hit a neck and come back to zero. All right. The first one, I'm going to pray for you for your health, but I will also encourage you, you know, um, I'll encourage you to, you know, get the medication. If you need to get the medication from the hospital, medication is not against faith. So if you need to get medication, get it. And then, you know, keep calling your health to manifest. And of course, take a lot of water. Sometimes high blood pressure is just because of carelessness in drinking water. I mean, just water. Lack of water in your body can cause that. So take a lot of water. Stay away from things that you know will not help you. Just talk with a health expert. They will tell you what to eat, what not to eat. If you observe that and you are, you know, you start calling the things that be not, the pressure will normalize, I'm telling you. And of course, if you need medication, take the medication. It's not against your faith in Christ. Secondly, um, um, you're asking about direct mentorship. If you send a mail to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com, we will connect you to our mentorship academy and you can be a part of, you can be part of the next session of mentees that I'll be mentoring through the next one year. Lastly, how do you locate a life partner? There are a number of things to look out for in locating a life partner. Number one, you look out for compatibility. Two cannot work together except they be agreed. So look for compatibility. And how do you do that? Start, you know, if you find somebody you're interested in, you like, then start building friendship and see how that goes. Number two, you must be also 
able to establish that the person is in love with Christ. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Number three, in your, in your friendship, look out for anger. If there is anger, anger is a no-no. The Bible says make no friendship with an angry person. And then finally, love. Do you, do you love the person enough? And does the person love you? All those will be manifested in the course of interrupting and in the course of relating. These are all the few things that you look out for when you start looking for somebody to get married to. But very, very important, you must agree doctrinally on the message of the gospel. That's very key. And then I will encourage you to get my book, Understanding Marriage, Relationships, and Family Life. Father, we pray for your son. We rebuke the high blood pressure. We ask for a miracle of healing for his body. Body be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Claudia in um, Canada. Claudia, all right. So what you do is shoot a mail and tell us you want the study plan for for four times a year of Bible study. We're, we're, um, we're writing out the plan so because many people are interested in reading through the entire Bible four times next year. It's very easy, but we need to give you the plan. So if you shoot email to Dr. Abel Daminatiahu.com, once I prepare the plan, the planner for the next one year will give it to you so you're able to cover the whole Bible. In, in you know four times in one year from canada straight into um, as much as i was strolling into the united states of america you know um global i remember my trip to the united states and from detroit in um, that's in michigan yeah you could just see canada yeah you know yeah so we could trek even from new york you can see you can canada, see canada. Uh, wow yeah, yeah, so okay. We can walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's take this one it says hello dr damina intercontinental mr bush i'm benefiting from your program and i'm quite grateful to god for your lives god richly bless you too please i need a counsel and prayer so this is counseling i live in the u.s now but i had both my bachelor's and master's degrees in africa and for the past two to three, four years, I've taken some prerequisite courses to enroll in nursing program. But there is a standardized examination, TOEFL, which is the last requirement. I've taken it four times. Now I'm not meeting the school smart to start the program. Lubo Baba, I'm wondering if nursing is not meant for me and God is telling me to quit. It's intensive and expensive. I applied for a master's program in science and health informatics. And I've been given admission to start in this um, spring. That's uh, the spring semester. I don't know, Global about what to do now, whether to keep on writing till I meet the requirements or to pursue my master's in science and health informatics. I need your godly guidance, Global Baba, as to what to do. My family and I have been praying, but I still don't know what to do. I'm not so passionate about nursing, but I think it's a lucrative career, and it's just 16 months accelerated program. I'm in my mid-40s, and I feel I should be able to contribute financially to supporting my family. Moreover, I should start a career now, G, in the United States of America. Well, G, what I will advise you to do is, um, if you have a natural flair for nursing, you don't struggle with anything nursing, then that, that is a place where you may want to excel. Remember, fishes don't struggle to swim in the river. You know, um, the land animals like goats and cows don't struggle to walk on land. The day a cow gets into the river, the cow will struggle in the river. The day a fish comes on land, the fish will struggle on land. Your natural environment is where you should seek to excel. So if nothing is natural for you, you don't struggle with it, then give it a little more try. But if you find yourself really struggling with nothing, you may have to look out for another career. Look for a career where you are not going to struggle because that is an indication that that is the place where you're going to also excel because you can't excel in the place where you are not at home. So seek, you know, that's what to do. You may need to talk to some experts to counsel you, you know, in making that decision. But ultimately, we pray that you are led, you're ordered. 
You have clarity of thoughts. You know exactly what to do in making the choice. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lagos, Nigeria, will be sleeping at Victoria Island. Says hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. My name is Simon. I arrive from Victoria Island in Lagos. My question is, why is it that Jesus um, still sits at the right hand of God when, after all, he's God? Indeed. Doesn't this mean there are two people seated? Well, Jesus sitting at the right hand of God is not right hand like God is sitting here and Jesus is sitting here. Right hand means regency. That is, Jesus is the authority in heaven. He's the authority of heaven. That's why he has a name that is above every name in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So that right hand means regency on high. Don't Baba must go. My name is Michael Bush and the rest of the production team all join me to ask that you stay tuned tomorrow. Global Baba, we need to go. The Intercontinental, what a day, man. We've had a wonderful time on set. Hey, guys, we love you. Thank you for giving us every opportunity to serve you the grace of God. We're looking forward to a blast with all of you again tomorrow. Same time, same platform. Tell more people to be part of this. Remember, we're live tonight, 9 to 10, on Inspiration FM, 10 to 12, on Heritage FM, tomorrow morning, 11 to 1, on Radio Aquaibom, and 1 to 3, XL FM, and then 3 to 5. University of Uyo FM, and we're back here 6 to 8, Comfort FM, tomorrow evening. We love you guys. It's a joy to serve you the grace of God. Until we see all of you and enjoy fellowship with you again tomorrow, enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed. Good night from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen.